We just crawled through about 40 miles of shit. Tits and ass! Get some of that ass! You're just blowing loads to Jeff Juris all over this season. Oh, yeah, get some throat in there, you slut. Fucking over here laughing. Thinking he's calling himself Blowjob. First John! Oh! I mean, Double J's top card. Of course, he put himself there. That's not a name, alright? That's, that's a bedroom. That's not a name. Tita's in my face. <laughs> it sucks. I hate it. Hit me with the coconut. Hail Saban! You launch him out of time. Poison Rana sucks balls, too. What for y'all? Take a PS. Well, I was in the kiosk. Good, my name's a PS. I don't think that this season's gonna do anything for our love. Totally! I'm gonna predict that my balls are gonna slap you in the face. Put some of that ass! Enough, all of a sudden you're Ric Flair? What the fuck? Oh, yeah! Show us your boobs! That telling you. Don't fucking do all this other loopy bullshit, right? Just fucking say it. Shoulder tackle, and you launch his ass out of the fucking... Out of the year, right? I'm 100% sure, look it up. Kyo Kim and William Yao are not the same person. <laughs> not even close. Yeah, I asked him for a grand prediction on a moment of silence. What the fuck are you doing over there? Oh, J-E-double-F. In association with the Shining Wizards Network, Gorilla Brain Wrestling Podcast presents Year of Duke and Rogue. I'm your host, Duke Bags. The handsome Kevin. So we got a new season here, season number five. Woo! Fucking pumped, man. I mean, we had our listeners vote on where to go next. I'm not really happy with what they chose, but uh, we it'll, know, be, it'll, it'll be better than what we just covered. It'll be way better than what we just covered, because what we just did was we just crawled through about 40 miles of shit, all right? And now where we're at, we've taken a shower, right? We've cleaned up a little bit. <laughs> we're not going fine dining, Right, we're not going fine dining, but at least we're not crawling through shit anymore. We'll see about that. So, do you want me to? Do you want me to unveil it? Do you want me to do the honors? You want to do the honors? I'll actually do the honors. So, we put out a little bit of a poll. Decided we'd go with with whatever everybody wanted us to go with. There was a couple of different selections. I think that each of them kind of had each of them had good reasons to to go with and i'll just i'll grab the what we had on the poll it was yeah on the poll there was a joke duke you didn't take it it's okay uh the four selections were it was gonna be wcw starcade 91 to 92 uh wrestlemania 11 to wrestlemania 12 uh victory road 04 to i believe it's genesis genesis 05 i think was uh, that's the year mark and wrestlemania 17 to 18 so uh, there's a lot of people that wanted us to go Starcade, which which I understand. I was hoping that we wouldn't go directly back into WCW for our, our third consecutive run. We need a little break. A little break would have been nice. WrestleMania 17 to 18 would have been the continuation because uh, 17 was about what five days, six days after the final Nitro, so there was uh, there was a good connection there. Mm-hmm. Uh, WrestleMania to 11 to 12 was that was the beginning of the In Your House run. That was the uh, 12 would have been towards the end of the run for Nation Hall, ending up going to, to WCW. So there was, there was a little bit of a setup there. But the one that, that won, Duke, was TNA. We're going to cross the line into TNA. That was their old tag, of course, cross the line. Uh, and we're doing Victory Road 2004 to, is it Genesis? Did I get that right? Yeah, Genesis 2005. It's the company's first year of monthly pay-per-views. Yeah, and so and it makes sense, man, because out of the ashes of WCW closing rose TNA, and it'll be fun to get kind of a kind of something completely new. TNA is something that I very loosely uh, paid attention to uh, when when they first kind of started up. Uh, watched a couple of their their weeklies here and there on pay-per-view. Uh, but really kind of got connected with them when they started doing, uh, they were on Fox Sports North for a while. So back then it was actually Fox Sports Net. 
But yeah, so it'll be fun, man. This a lot of this stuff will be new to both of us, I believe. You're just blowing loads because Jeff Jarrett's all over this season. Oh, J E double F J A double I double I mean, I'm happy about that, but there is a lot of good talent that's that's going to be in this this run of episodes, man. And that they have something so unique, or had something at least so unique as far as wrestling in the states go. That that fucking six sided ring, man. That was an attention grabber, and I enjoyed that. So this is you're right about that. This is I think this is going to be one of our funner runs of uh, runs of episodes here. It should be better than last season. I'll give yeah. you that. Absolutely. And yeah, most of this stuff will be new to me as well. The TNA started about a year after WCW closed its doors. Yeah, because I think Jeff Jarrett had a summer of George. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that what it was? Didn't he take that after he get another year left on his deal or whatever? So he he just took a summer of George and kept on getting paid? Yeah, I think that was the case with a lot of the guys. Yeah. There's a few guys that made the, uh, the the jump right away over to the Federation, like DDP. We're going to see DDP, actually. Man, we're going to see a lot of guys I'm pumped about. But, yeah, for, so it started, I believe, the summer of 2002, and they had weekly pay-per-views for the first couple of years, 111. Uh- no, you total. watched you watched some of those weekly pay per view or the the so I guess to clarify, it's not a pay per view as in the ones that normal what we normally reference like a three hour pay per view extravaganza. They had a completely different model. They had a weekly pay per view show, just a TV show. What was it like four four dollars or something like that? Ten bucks every week. You just paid it and to be able to watch the show. Do you remember what the cost was? It's ten bucks. Was it ten bucks a week to watch it? So they averaged about 10,000 buys on the weekly shows, which is pretty low. Is that pretty low? I mean, the lowest WCW show we did was 50,000 buys, and that was low. But that was a that was that was a full-on pay-per-view event. These are just weekly TV shows. Yeah, yeah, it was it was kind of a new idea. They did secure that that TV deal with the Fox Sports Whatever it was, net. Yeah, I believe it was Fox Sports Net. In 2004, and that's when they started doing the more traditional approach with the monthly pay-per-views. And we're going to be covering the first year of them. So all of these suckers took place at the Performance Center, or the Impact Zone, which is Universal (laughs) Studios. It's the Impact Zone, the Performance Center. (laughs) (laughs) That was actually a good call. As far as, you know, keeping the cost down and just having the thing at one spot. However, as per their deal, they could not charge people so I don't know to what, attend the event. Right. I don't know what the I don't know what the deal was, but I'm guessing that it was probably because I was at Universal. So I'm yep. guessing Universal probably paid them to be an attraction at Universal. So they didn't, and I believe capacity was either seven fifty or nine fifty. I don't, I don't recall off the top. Of it. it was right around there. Yep. So, I mean, they're an attraction. They're still going to sell merch, so they'll, I mean, they'll make a little bit of money off the merch, obviously. But their money is, I, I don't know the framework of the deal, but their money has to be coming in from Universal to be a, uh, an attraction at Universal. Plus, what are you going to charge? You know, seven hundred fifty people. You charge them twenty bucks a ticket. You're not making bank either way on that deal anyways, so I think being a being an attraction is kind of a cool thing. I believe they're still having their shows there. I think AEW does uh, their dark shows there now as well. So, no. I, they're not at Universal. I think it's at the same place, dude. No way. No way. It's at, uh, they do shit in Jacksonville, I'm sure. AEW does. Pretty sure. Daly's, deep dive. At Daly's Place, I think it's called. Maybe that's Universal Studios. Mm, I don't think it is. Could be wrong, though. All right, so what we're going to do here, we're going to give you a little preview of the the shows, and we're going to do some speculation with our best and worst, and then we're just going to we're gonna hope for the best, and uh, we'll be back with Victory Road as the first show. Hell yeah. It's their first ever monthly pay-per-view in the main event. 
And that one is your guy, Double J, taking on Jeff Hardy in a ladder match for the title. And like you mentioned, that six sides, that's going to be the obviously the biggest sort of change. Yeah. Something, something totally unique to this promotion. It was awesome, too. And, the, like, I, again, loosely paid attention to it, but when it was on, I would definitely watch it. It was, it was, they had a weird time slot from what I recall. It was like a Saturday night at like 10 or 11, I believe. So it was hard to like, you know, really go out of my way to watch it at that time. But when it was on and I saw it, I absolutely tuned in. The, I stopped like full on tuning in when they got rid of the six sides. Mm. It just became like a watered down version of all the other wrestling shows. So, uh, but yeah, during this time, six sides, man, I was in. And the X Division is. Also a big component of TNA. And the other featured match on that first show is AJ Styles and uh, PD... What the hell is his last name? PD Williams? PD Williams, yep. (laughs) I almost said PD Brown. Fuck that. (laughs) And there are a lot of of interesting sorts of matches that we're going to cover. Second show is Turning Point. Where we're going to see the first of many six sides of steel matches. You remember them? Oh, big time, man. Is that just a cage match, basically? It's it's a cage match, yeah. It looks obviously different because it's, you know, it's a six-sided cage because it's, it has to be on a six-sided ring. So in the main event of this one, we're going to have two of the top teams in the promotion, America's Most Wanted and Triple X. Triple X. Triple X. What do you think of those teams? Ah, uh, yeah, good teams, man. Good teams. Triple X and America's Most Wanted. That was, I believe, I just watched that one within probably within the last year. Who's in uh, America's Most Wanted? Wasn't that uh... Wildcat, Chris Harris, and James Storm? James Storm, right? Yeah. And Triple X, I believe, is Elix and Daniels. Oh, yeah. So that'd be a good one. Extremely memorable match. Another one of the featured matches in that one is a Serengeti survival match. Hell yes. I have no idea what that is. Oh, man. You didn't feel the pounce? No, man. What's the Serengeti survival you don't, match? You don't remember the pounce? The pounce! <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it yet. I haven't, I haven't practiced it. That's my first try. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing over there. The Pounce, man. Monty Brown and the Pounce. Okay, Monty Brown, yep. yep. Yeah. So, what's the Serengeti survival match? I don't fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) I just remember the Pounce. Remember that? He used to scream Pounce. Is he associated with the Serengeti survival match, you suppose? Yeah, of course. Monty Brown? Yeah. Okay. Your guy of the year, Monty Brown? He might be, man. He might be. <laughs> and then we get into 2005 for show's final resolution. Double J defending that title against your guy, Monty Brown. In the main <laughs> <of that. laughs> it's getting better already. <laughs> a little spoiler alert. In a number one contenders three-way match, we got DDP, Big Sex, and Monty Brown. <laughs> <laughs> next up we got against all odds which double j again in the main event that fucking fucking makes sense man it's his promotion he's booking himself at the main event of his promotion he gets he gets nothing from me he gets nothing from me yeah right Mr. man booking himself for the title no, Mitch Russo booking himself for the title it's, it's the same different thing. it's fucking different it's the same thing it's fucking different it's fucking different. <laughs> How is it different? Because, man, when you're the owner promoter, this is this is a tale as old as time, man. Promoters used to do this all the time when they when they're smaller promotions, and it was an owner operator of promotion. It's like Vern Gagne. Vern Gagne booked himself in his promotion as the champion. What's the problem? You calling you calling Double J Vern Gagne? I'm not calling him Vern Gagne. I'm making a comparison that I think reigns true. So. Double J taking on his old buddy Big Sex in the main event against all odds. Having sex. And then we also have a special match, a full metal mayhem match. You got anything on that one? 
No. <laughs> sounds pretty hardcore, whatever it, does it is. sound pretty hardcore. It also featured it's a classic TNA rivalry, Christopher Daniels against AJ Styles. Yeah. We're going to see that a lot. Next up, Destination X. Double J again on top of the card. Makes sense. Taking a DDP. And then I know this one will be, you know, a contender for you for favorite stipulation. We got a tape fist first blood match between some guy called the Outlaw and Big Sexy Kevin Nash. Some guy called the Outlaw? <laughs> I don't know who the Outlaw is. You don't know who the Outlaw is? Who's the Outlaw? Man. What, is it a badass Billy Gunn? Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Next up, we got Lockdown. Yeah. You know what that means. Everything's inside of a fucking steel cage. We got the Lethal Lockdown match. Yes. What do you got to say about that match? I, I, yeah, I'm guessing, man. I actually have this DVD. It's been a long time since I've watched it. I got it about, shit, 10, 15 years ago. Oh. Huh? But I got this one on DVD, man. It's been, like I said, it's been a long time since I've, there's one thing that's super memorable about that event, and it sucks. <laughs> Well, a couple of the marquee matches, AJ Styles and the Monster Abyss. Abyss. I, th- I think you're going to like Abyss, man. I don't know if you're really familiar with him or not. Uh, yeah, I remember Abyss. Yeah. Yeah, he's all right. And Jafardi and uh, Raven squaring off. Hard Justice is next with, surprise, surprise, Double J, the main event. Taking on AJ Styles. I hope Styles just gives it to him. <laughs> you would, you freak. <laughs> You know, special about this match. What's special about this one? You got Tito Ortiz, a special guest referee. Uh, fucking, I don't like Tito Ortiz. And also features a twenty-man gauntlet match. Cool. Not sure what the stakes are there. Slammiversary is next up. That <laughs> marks that marks three years of TNA. Got a King of the Mountain match. All right. Uh, yeah, you know who the King uh, of the Mountain is. Well, we're going to find out. We got X-Pac. We got your guy, Monty Brown. Raven, Abyss, and AJ Styles. So that's what, five, six guys? Yeah, that's pretty good. King of the Mountain. No Surrender is next, which features a No Surrender dog collar match between Raven and Abyss. Sounds good. Also, Sean Waltman and AJ Styles. Also sounds pretty good. Should be good. Yeah. That might be my match of the year. Probably will be. Just a few left. We got Sacrifice. Unfortunately, it's not that Sacrifice. We don't get to hear the Scott Steiner math. Main event, we got Double J against Rhino. Or no, Double J and Rhino combining forces to take on Raven and Sabu. Yeah, Sabu. That'd be all right. A little ECW reunion there. Also, AJ Styles and Samoa Joe take off. Take off. Take Take it off. (laughs) Show us your boobs. That's a feud that will last for a very long time. And we got Unbreakable. Styles, Daniels, and Joe in a three-way dance. And we get a Ravens rules match. And Raven takes on the big guy, Rhino. Bound for glory, which... That, I think, becomes their flagship show, right? Yeah, I, I believe it, it's either Bound for Glory or it's Slammiversary. I don't, I don't recall. I always thought it was kind of funny that Slammiversary, that they named the first show Slammiversary, and it's the first one. I, just, I always got a kick out of that. But I think Bound for Glory does become their kind of like their version of, uh, of uh, WrestleMania. Uh, obviously, we're just going to start. We're just going to start at their their start so uh if we continue on to other other years of tna we'll we'll have to do some modifying and figure it out but i believe i long bomb for glory sounds like uh probably their big one and they pulled out all the stops for this one they got tito ortiz again oh yeah special guest referee is uh double j and rhino's alliance is no more and they'll square off in the main event we get AJ Styles and Daniels in a Iron Man match. Should be great. 
Last but not least, we have Genesis. The main event, we got Rhino and Team 3D. Taking on Double J and America's Most Wanted. It's also Christian Cage's debut, and we get Abyss and Sabu. I like the sound of that. Abyss and, Abyss Sabu, and Sabu could be, yeah, that could be very good. Uh, Christian Cage's debut, I know they made a big deal about, uh, he was, you know, Christian was, Christian was great, but they made, I think they made a bigger deal than they maybe should have over his, over his debut, but he's a hell of a hand. I, I, I've always liked him, but I was, I think he brought Tyson Tomko with him as well. So that was a, that was an interesting, interesting deal, but I, I, I vaguely remember it. Christian. Christian. There's actually some some good sounded stuff there that I just rattled off. Yeah, kind of looks a lot of it. It's it's gonna be a lot of fun, man. And and there's gonna be a lot of guys that uh, you're probably not overly familiar with. A lot of guys that I'm not overly familiar with. So, again, just loosely paid attention to TNA back then. So, so I watched the Turning Point recently. Oh, okay. And this is kind of a, I mean, it's not a make or break thing, right? The commentary team is important. Very important. Yeah. Yeah. So we got Mike Tanay in there. And then we got this other guy. Was he an ECW guy or what what was his deal? Are we talking about, uh, ah, fuck, what was his name? Is it Don Hudson? Don West. Don West. There it is. Yeah, because Scott Hudson's doing backstage commentary. Or interview segments. Scott Hudson's their interview guy. You think that's Don, kind of vindication for Tanay? <laughs> to be able to be the, the play-by-play guy, <laughs> it's hard to booth. say. I think I think Tony just wasn't interested in doing anything at this time. So, like, ah, oh, we'll just grab Tanay then. He'll figure it out. Um, so Don West is, I believe, prior to this, he was a pitch man. Oh. So I don't I don't think that he had any real like connections to wrestling prior to TNA. I could be wrong, but that's just what you know. What from my recollection, I'm pretty sure he was just like a, a pitch guy, like a uh, you know infomercial or a shopping channel network type thing. I think he sold like baseball cards and coins or something like that. Huh. Yeah, he ends up he sticks around for the duration of this season. He's the one that introduced me to the brown bag special. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! A brown bag special. Yeah, it's uh, you pay. It was like fifty bucks, and they'd send you a, a TNA brown bag. I got it. It's well, it's out of reach now, but yeah, I still got my TNA brown bag, and I got. Uh, I think they sent me two T-shirts, an action figure, and three or four DVDs. It's a good deal. Sounds like a pretty sweet deal. Yeah. So he did make his name for himself. On the Home Shopping Network. Man, nailed it. For his loud, energetic, abrasive sales pitches. I'm a stud, by the way. (laughs) I know stuff. Don West. Don West. Actually passed away uh, December 30th of last year. Moment of silence for Don Don West. Yeah, moment of silence for Don West for sure. Oh, hey, quick question. Uh, when was Don West active on the Home Shopping Network? Like, when did his career span? I mean, if you have it up in front of you. So, in 91, he began selling knives on television. Okay. And in 93, he got he, he got a job with the network. And, yep, he sold sports memorabilia, Beanie Babies, Pokemon... He was actually parodied by Will Ferrell on uh, SNL. Yeah. Uh, the reason why I ask is, I, are you thinking maybe Doc Hendricks was also, in, in a certain way, a parody of Don West? I can see that. Good, man. Yeah. 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 Doc was a sales pitch man. Yeah. For sure. So I just kind of, I was kind of watching it in the background, just taking, you know. Mental taking notes. In, no. Taking in the product and. He is a very enthusiastic uh, guy, which is a nice contrast to Tanay. I mean, I, I just hope that I don't get sick of Tanay early on and that the season sucks because of that, but we'll see. 
So we got those guys in the booth. Slick Johnson, he's going to be our official. Like you nice. mentioned, Scott Hudson, he's in the back. And you know who else is in the back? Oh, Rusi. Fran- oh, Rusi. Okay, I was going to say, <laughs> I think Fran- cause Franchise does uh, some backstage interview stuff too. Oh, yeah, the Franchiseler. He's, he's the other backstage guy. Yeah. But I'm talking about in the back. Back. Oh, back, back. Rusi's in the back, back. Well, that makes sense. Rusi and I think Rusi and Double J. I think we're kind of pals at this point. Oh yeah. And I don't think that he. I don't think he's revisiting Oklahoma, but Ed Ferrara's back there as well. You don't say. Yep. All right. Should be interesting, at least. So those are some of the some of the cast of characters. Stinger shows up in a few years, as does. Kurt Angle and yeah, know. Stinger Stinger shows up after his WCW <laughs> money stops coming in, and then Angle shows up after he gets fired from the Federation. Mm. Yeah, this might not be so bad, man. It'll I don't be, think it, will. it probably will be better than the last round. Yeah. All right, we're gonna make some predictions here. Unless you got any last takes before we get into making some blind speculation. No, uh, I guess the one thing going in, I guess just from memory, the crowd. The crowd at the Impact Zone always seemed into whatever was happening in the ring. So that part of it, I think, will be fun to go from watching, you know, WCW. The fans didn't give a shit pretty much the the entire final year of WCW. The fans didn't seem to care what was going on in the ring, but... I very much remember the fans in the impact zone being pumped about everything that was going on in the impact zone. So mm-hmm. that, that part of it will add a little bit of extra juice to it uh, for me. And the, the wrestling I think is going to be much more quality than what we just got through. So I'm excited about this. Mm. Actually, our first show opens up with a, it's one of those gauntlet matches. Yeah. They, they can't call it a Royal rumble, but that's what it is. It's it's a Royal Rumble with a twist, from what I remember. It's I believe it's twenty men. They're down every minute, and then the final two is a battle for is a, pinfall. A match. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Which is nice. I like that. So that'd be cool. We get to see a lot of our a lot of guys from like the cruiserweight division. But here's something I'd it's probably genius on McMahon's part, right? to own the trademarks to everybody's name, but I think it's bullshit. The Dudley Boys was a thing long before Vince McMahon got the property, but because he owns their catalog, they can't call themselves the Dudley Boys. It's hey. it's the same deal with, like, half of these guys. ECW. Parka, ECW Parka is trade. L.A. Park. Yeah, he's L.A. Park. That's who he is now. <laughs> uh, like I said, it's probably brilliant by him but i'm sure that's frustrated all these other guys you know like rhino has to spell his name differently well yeah and but, all this other stupid shit no you're saying that but duke he he bought the company that owned the trademark so he owns the trademark so then you'd have to be mad at ecw for having the trademark of the dudleys and rhino and wcw for having the trademark of la parka if it was wcw i don't it might have been triple a i don't know but it's not it's not WWE's fault. I'm sure Team 3D would have liked to have used the Dudley Boys. I'm sure they would have. I'm sure most of these folks tried using their old names and got a cease and desist from Vince McMahon. That's the problem I have. They should be you should be able to keep your name. It's not their name. <sighs> it's their working name. And whatever company gave him the platform and the character, right? The Dudley Boys was not a, wasn't a Devon and Bubba idea. That was an ECW gimmick idea. The company gave it to them. They didn't give it to the company. So you're saying it's all, it's all, all fair play here. Yeah. I mean, they came, Rhino was still Rhino. He just spelled Rhino different. The Dudleys became Team 3D. It's fucking fine. They were still Bubba and Devon. Then you got your guys like, okay, you're a wrestling guy. Yeah. I'm a wrestling guy too, but maybe you got more of an inside take here. 
This is a two-part question, actually. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Well, you're, I thought you are still working on the intro to the question. Okay. Guys like Raven, AJ Styles, do these guys trademark their own names? And if so, why doesn't everybody do that? Well, different time. Right away. Different time. So we got Ra- Raven is the obvious guy who sticks out here. It's like, okay, we got all these, all these different variations of guys names that we've known before. And then we got Raven, right? right? So he obviously owns his character. Yep. I'm just kind of wondering why that isn't, uh, you know, isn't standard. I think now, yeah. even if you go into, even if you go into WWE now and you have an established name, they generally will give you a new name. Because That's they want true. they want the they want the trademark for the merchandising. They want the what's it called? The IP, the intellectual property. They want to own that. So a guy like AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see if he he'll probably retire with the Federation, because I mean, why would you go anywhere else? But do you think he'd be able to go anywhere else and call himself his name that he's used everywhere else now that he's with WWF? I believe so. WWE? So a guy like AJ Styles, and I don't know the I don't know the the intricacies of his deal or anything like that, but a guy like AJ Styles is is established, big time established. Right. He didn't go to he didn't go to NXT before going into WWE. He debuted at the Royal Rumble. He's he's a known commodity across the globe. So you bring him in, you're not going to be like I know you. We usually call you AJ Styles, but would you mind being you know? <laughs> <laughs> D D DJ Miles, like they they don't they don't do that. There are a few exceptions, obviously. Right. right. Cody Rhodes, Sting, right? There's there's exceptions out there. Right, right. Like I don't even think that Conan could be Conan. He had to be K Dog. That's fine. He could be K Dog. I'm got, sure. I'm he's sure. Teaming up with B J James. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure it's, he's calling himself BJ. No, he's he's BG James, is he not? Is he BG? He's BG. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. <laughs> I thought he was BG. You, you're fucking over here laughing, thinking he's calling himself Blowjob. <laughs> I bet he is. He, they probably can't say suck it, right? No, no, of course not. You think it's BG? I'm pretty sure he's BG. <laughs> Would better if it's BJ. Yeah. Okay, it is BG, fine. <laughs> we call him BG, BG Games instead of BG James. So, yeah, they're the three live crew. Yep. Johnny B. Bad shows up at the first show. Fuck yeah, he does. As does Glenn Gilberti, better known as Disco. Yeah, I don't give a shit about that. All right, man, you ready to make some predictions? Hell yes. All right, let's let's start off with some some biggins this time. All right, who's going to be your guy of the year? Do I even have to ask? So, right away, I want to say Double J. Like that's that's the guy that sticks out to me. But I remember Christopher Daniels and Abyss and AJ Styles. Like AJ Styles, I loved AJ Styles. To me, was a guy you tuned in to watch. See, like that was a reason to watch TNA. Most AJ Styles, I think he was incredible. So it's between Double J, Jeff Jarrett, and AJ Styles. I'm going to go Double J because he's going to be he's going to be the champion, you know, in the championship title picture the entire time. But I think AJ might be the one guy that can unseat him. Christopher Daniels, great. Samoa Joe, mm-hmm. great. Abyss, fantastic. Like they have they have some pretty fantastic talent. Like I think if Johnny B was around all year, it'd be clear cut Johnny B, but I, I don't believe that he is. So yeah, I'll take a I'll take a little Double J Jeff Jarrett and a little AJ Styles. Yeah, hard to argue with that. I mean, Double J is top the card. Of course, he put himself there. But AJ Styles, he he he'll be my pick. I mean, he is phenomenal, one of the best of all time, and this is the platform that he really got to shine. I think. I think after WCW, he probably went and did the world tour bit and then wound up back at TNA, but he was, he's one of their most, he's not like an original TNA guy because he started in WCW, but like, this is where he made his name. Yeah, I, say, I think most everybody would say he's a, he's a TNA guy. And even by 2004, like I said, I watched that, that first show, 
and he was already being you know lauded as like this guy is the best in the world and it's really hard to argue when you watch him he is he is phenomenal I don't know. You got a worst guy that you can predict? This might be kind of tough, this this half of things. So, uh, yeah, there is a performer that I never liked when I saw him in TNA. And he went by the name Shocker. Now, he might be a, he might be a good hand. I don't remember. I just remember not liking Shocker. So, Shocker's going to be high on the list of, uh, of potential worst. But ultimately, I think I think Kevin Nash. Mm. I don't think it's going to be a good Kevin Nash year. It just doesn't feel <laughs> like it would be. Uh, there's also uh, I'm not going to remember his name now. Yeah, I think I'm going to stick with Shocker and Kevin Nash. Those are my kind of my my two for for worst. What was it the, about the Shocker that that didn't do it for you? I didn't like his look, man. I didn't like his look. His, his character was was a little bit different from what I what I recall. The name sucks. Like that's not a, you know, that's not a name. All right, that's a, that's a bedroom move. That's not a name. So <laughs> you're right about that. Yeah. Oh man, before I reveal my potential worst guy of the year, we do have a special treat. We do. They're operating under different names, but we got the minis. I know. Yeah, we do. Uh, what's he called? Mas, mas, Mascarito God. something or other. Mascarito Sagrada? Yep. Yeah. And he is Nova. Yep. And Piriatita Morgan. Is, is that, uh, is that Batalion? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell Yeah. So that's gonna be that's gonna be nice to I haven't, seen, I haven't seen the minis for it's a fucking welcome man fucking years man love it love it they were what, what, what is what is Battalion Battalion mm-hmm. you know the the world's largest mini yeah is Piratita Morgan Piratita are you sure that's not just pirate in Spanish possible i don't think that's his real name you don't think so no i don't think that morgan is his, isn't his real name i bet it's something about like like small pirate or something like that tita right tita's bet, in my face yeah tita's in my face <laughs> oh back to what we were talking about about the federation i bet i bet those were all names that vince gave those guys right could be yeah that would that would make sense mm-hmm because we know him as Bachelion. Yeah. His real name is Raimundo Rodriguez. Right. So not, so what is Piratita in my face? Is that the mini pirate? Small pirate? That's got to be. Yeah. You speak Spanish, man. How do you not know this? Well, sometimes, you know, sometimes the words aren't uh, aren't that, that closely related. I don't speak Spanish, and I but think I knocked it out of the park. Sometimes they are. So we got to give this guy a moment of silence. He passed away in 2018. Who did? Moment of silence, Battle Young slash Little Pirate. Oh, man, Little Pirate's gone too? Oh, it's a heartbreaker. Moment of silence, Battle Young and Piratita. So, so what, man? I'm uh, <laughs> what? What, man? Just say it. Just, just fucking say it. You just want me to say it? Just fucking say it. Don't intro it. Don't fucking do all this other loopy bullshit, right? Just fucking say it. Just fucking say it. All right, I'm probably gonna have to go with Kevin Nash as well. That's and, what I'm uh, saying for my for my worst guy. Yeah, it's okay, man. I, I I think his knees were pretty much completely falling apart at this time. 
So, I mean, that's that's not easy to be wrestling matches with no knees. Right, right. How about tag team? Remember any of these tag teams? Yeah. Um, boy, what was it? Shane, Michael Shane, and somebody else. I forget who he tagged with. I didn't like that tag team. I actually might have been Chaos. Maybe I did like that team. Frankie Kazarian Kaz, not Kaz Hayashi Kaz. God, I just don't remember what the fuck they were called. There was a team, uh, I think they were called the Naturals. I don't remember liking them very much. Uh, They had some good teams, though. I'm going to say the worst is the Naturals. I'm going to say the Naturals is my least favorite. Yeah, that's Andy Douglas and Chase Stevens. Okay. Not a fan, huh? No, not that I remember. What about Triple X? Triple X. That's a good team. Good team. And then, of course, there's America's Most Wanted. Yeah. There's also Team Canada. Yeah. I believe didn't didn't Storm and uh, Bobby Roode join forces to become no. perhaps? No. They didn't. Not that I remember. beer money? Oh, uh, yeah, sorry. Not Landstorm. No. Yeah. <laughs> not, not Lance. Not Landstorm. Jamesy. Yeah. James Storm, yeah. James Storm, Bobby, Bobby Roode was beer money. Uh, yeah, that comes later. That, yeah. was, that was a memorable tag team. Mm-hmm. Actually, America's Most Wanted are managed by Gail Kim. <laughs> also known as... I think Lamy Al, right? No. Same gal? No. Different gal? Different gal. You sure? No, I'm fucking positive. You sure? I'm 100% sure. Look it up. Gail Kim and Lamy Al are not the same person. <laughs> not even close. Golly. You, sure? you got you to gotta work on that, man. <laughs> you got to work on that. That's bad. Bad dog. <laughs> are okay. you looking it up? Okay, you're right. I know I'm right. Oh, okay. I knew she what? went by. I knew she went by a different name. Who? Leia Meow. Kimono Wanalea. Yeah. Yeah. Neither one of them is Gail Kim, unfortunately. I, I know that. I just want to told you that. Yeah, you got to work on that. You need work. All right. I guess like best and worst show and match. I don't even think we can really speculate on that. Uh, show. I think. I think. Either, God, because we cover a Destination X, don't we? Yes. So I think it might be either Lockdown or Destination X as best. For whatever reason, I remember those. Like, I remember that. Um, Worst might actually be the first one we do. I think Victory Road might actually end up being the worst one. Hmm. Yeah, I'm look, I am looking forward to some of those special X-Division matches. Yeah. Those would be pretty sweet. And the Serengeti match, whatever that is. Pounce! Was he from the Serengeti? Is that why, that why you keep pouncing? Uh, no, he was the alpha, alpha male, Monty Brown. And he liked to pounce? Yeah, he played for the Buffalo Bills. He did. I'm fucking, I'm pretty sure, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe the alpha male is my, my guy of the year. Alpha male? Hell yeah. Uh, Good idea. How about how about this, man? Faction. We got a couple of them, at least. We got the three live crew, right? Okay, yeah. The guy BJ James and Conan and uh, Ron Killens. Yep, yep. We got Team Canada. Okay. Bobby Roode and, uh, and friends. A1. Who is A1? I don't remember an A1. Looks like he was the Alistair Ralphs. I don't remember Alistair Ralphs. All right. Well, he was a uh, he was a member of Team Canada. Teddy Hart was in there. Oh, I like that. Petey Williams, Eric Young. Yeah, all good. So that's Team Canada. Okay. I mean, we had like Holland Nash and Double J. They had like a weird thing going at one point where they dressed up like Elvis. Yeah. 
I mean, I got to believe X-Pac was probably hanging with them, too. It makes sense. Is there any other factions you can remember? They had to have had factions, right? I don't think they were faction-heavy. Not in the way that WCW was towards the end. And even like yeah. like 3LK, that was just, you know, three guys. That wasn't necessarily a faction, you know? Like, factions are usually four or more, so. I suppose. Yeah, after that WCW bit, it, you know, I just kind of figured that might be the norm. Yeah. <laughs> norm! <laughs> the last WWF season we did, too, that was Faction City as well. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be a lot of cool finishing maneuvers and flying maneuvers, that's for sure. Hell yeah, there is. What's that move that Petey Williams did? I fucking hate it, man. You know what I'm talking about? That's the, probably my my yeah the, the Canadian Destroyer. Isn't that that's like a flipping flip driver? driver. Yeah, you hate, hate that. How I can you hate, hate that? It. I <laughs> that, put, that puts a double J fucking sleeper to shame, dude. Okay, all right, Let's settle down, cowboy. One, I hate it. Two, it's one of those things where it's a fucking flipping pile driver. If you kick out of a fucking flipping pile driver, all right, you should put on some cement shoes and go take a swim. It's one of the, that's, that's part of my point. Like, it's not good. Like, there's no, it sucks. I hate it. I just hate it. Fuck it. I hate it. Flipping pile driver. Because the regular pile driver wasn't good enough. Now you got to flip. It started like, the I think it's pi- the move of the year, man. You're, I think you're fucking smoking cheech again. The, there is, I, that's one of like the moves I think that starts this like nobody's selling. You can do anything you want in a wrestling match. That's that's one of those the catalysts to, to where we are now with nobody fucking selling a finishing move. That's one of the moves that that started the whole fucking thing, and I hate it. It's like that the goddamn Poison Rana. Poison Rana sucks balls too. Well, what does your guy uh, Abyss do for a finisher? Well, I, funny you should ask. You might quite like this. He does the black hole slam, which is... Is that a rock bottom? <laughs> it's a boss man slam. A boss man slam, all right. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. No, it's fucking boss. <laughs> but that is, that's, yeah, Abyss does the black hole slam. All right. Well, he's a, he's a contender for sure. Oh, his when he did that move, it was very, he, he did it crisp, man. It was a really good looking move. What about the alpha male? What was his his finisher? So that's the move of the year. It is. Yeah. What was his finishing move? His finishing move is the pounce. Oh, it's the pounce. Yeah. So it was kind of. No. Well, kind of, I guess, in a way. Uh, It's you throw him off the ropes, and then you go off the ropes, and then you fucking run into him <laughs> with like a giant shoulder tackle and you launch his ass out of the fucking, out of the ear, right? Yeah, that's, how, that's how fucking far you launch him. You launch him out of time. Wow, that sounds pretty devastating. You don't remember the pounce? I remember the gore, which Rhino does. That's just a spear. The pounce is different, huh? The pounce is different, man. And that's what he finishes folks off with, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm looking forward to that, man. Yeah, I fucking bet you are. You got probably a handful of AJ Styles moves that'll, you know. He's always, like, especially especially early on, like, watching AJ Styles, he would always dish out. It's kind of like the Chris Canyon of last season. He would always dish out a few things I'd never seen before, oh. you know. And I'm looking forward to that. Well, you get the Styles clash from like, him. By, by this time, you know, we've probably seen everything he's going to do, but I mean, right. at the time, yeah. yeah. Styles Clash, obviously. Styles Clash. And then uh, Christopher Daniels, I like think he had the one-winged angel. Was it called the one-winged angel? Fallen angel, Christopher Daniels? Something like that, yeah. That was, one-winged that was angel. That was a, that that, was a that good, was good as Not as good as Petey's jumping pile driver. But... Oh, fuck yourself. So, man, specialty match. You looking forward to the, uh, the King of the Mountain or the Six Sides of Steel, Tape Fist Blood? We got a lot of a lot of special matches here. No, Destination X. Destination X is is going to be that, that's a gauntlet match of some sort, right? No, Destination X is the one where they have the uh, on four different sides of the ring. 
they have those like pillars that come up and then they have the the ring ropes that crisscross the side in the middle oh, and they hang yeah. the belt from the middle of it yeah oh yeah that's that was that was probably like their be best their best invention probably was that was the uh destination x match because they they did some wicked wild stuff in that yeah, and messing with the ring is about as ballsy as you can get for, you know, being different. Yeah. So I do, I do appreciate that. I mean, was there was there many managers or other, like, characters that weren't wrestlers of note? Uh, you had uh, Scott Demore, who was tagged. I think he was, like, the coach of – yeah, I think he was tagged as the coach of Team Canada – uh, I want to say the Sinister Minister might have been around for a little bit at least. Uh, I think he had dealings with Abyss. Maybe Mikey. Abyss. Abyss. <laughs> hey, I'm Abyss. I'm going to take Abyss. Well, I wasn't a kiss because my name's Abyss. Uh, and then you had, God, what was her name? Trinity? I think there was a Trinity. Oh, yeah. It was a lady. I don't remember many others, though, so it'd probably just be a one-horse race with Scott Demore. I think it's called Demore. Did they have the TNA knockouts at this point, or is that later on? I think knockouts came a little bit later on. I mean, Chris Saban, you got anything? Hail Saban! <laughs> Fucking Chris Saban. Chris Saban's a stud, man. Chris Saban's awesome. I think Alex Shelley is uh, just coming on now as well at this point. So, and Alex Shelley, actually, was a really fun competitor to watch because he had a lot of uh, like seemed like a lot of uh, European wrestling uh, influence in what he did, which was I have always enjoyed that style. I think we might see a little bit of Jerry Lynn too. Hell yes! So that'll be that'll be good. Jerry Lynn's incredible. And there's there's a lot of like random appearances that that we'll see throughout the year as well. Uh, at the end of Victory Road, the Macho Man shows up. Oh, so I don't know where that's going. I don't know either. That seems weird. And you think he was just driving through? It's <laughs> like oh, I heard there's, there's a show going on. I might as well say hi. Roddy Piper makes an appearance too. Yeah, he does. Doesn't he? Does he do a Piper's Pit? I think he does a Piper's Pit. Yeah, he or does. Or a version of a Piper's Pit. Yeah. Actually, uh, Chris Saban comes out. He's doing a Piper's Pit with Snuka. And then he's like, hit me with the coconut. <laughs> he, wants, he wants him to hit him back. Okay. Wait revenge. a second. No, Saban does not interrupt that. I'm pretty sure that's Saban. No. I have this DVD. It came in my brown bag. It's not Saban. I would bet, I'd bet at least one of my nuts that it is Kid Cash. Is it Kid Cash? I bet it's Kid Cash. And he and Chris Saban aren't the same guy? No, no they're not the same guy. <laughs> Neither are fucking Leo Meow and Gail Kim. But you're telling me the Outlaw and Billy Gunn are the same guy? They are the same person, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, okay, up. it was Kid Cash, you're right. <laughs> I think your guy, Larry Legend, might make an appearance, too. So this might be very good, then. <laughs> so this, Yeah, it'll be interesting. What, what other topics you got? Well, I mean, it's going to be tough to speculate on this stuff, but we can give it a shot, I suppose. Uh, ass spot, low blow. Not, not going to be able to pull anything from any of those. Interviews. Uh, I think Dusty's around for this year, so I'm sure Dusty will be great. Yeah, yeah, Dusty's always good. Worst is probably going to be Hudson. Yep. Or Franchisler. Franchisler, right. Feud of the year. Probably Double J and somebody. Yeah. I don't know if he and Styles have a feud or not. I know they're both, they kind of switch off being top of the card. Yeah. There's probably some blood feuds that we're not aware of yet. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the, I think that's the toughest one because this is – TNA is, I think, the company that we're about to cover that neither one of us paid, like, a great deal of attention to at any point in the, the company's history. So uh, it's hard to really speculate, especially from memory, when we don't have that much memory about TNA. So here's one. Best right. and worst repackages. There's a lot of repackages. Yeah. Was there anybody that made it work and, like – 
particularly better than anybody than the rest of them or in uh, nothing i mean so like you you want to call bg james bj james obviously <laughs> but like you want to you want if you want to call bg james a repackage you can but i don't think that it's it's a classic repackage because he's still doing the same shtick he's still doing the tag team champions of the world yeah, right. uh k dog Right, K Dog's not really a repackage. They called him K Dog in WCW, and he's still doing the Odale. So that's yeah, not you're right. a repackage. So who else do you got that could potentially be a repackage? Not not Double J Jeff Jarrett, not Kevin Nash, not Scott Hall. Johnny B Bad. Johnny B Bad is the best. So yeah, best repackage. Johnny B Bad. What about worst repackage? I don't know who could be even in the running for worst repackage. I'm gonna go with the outlaw. Yeah, because that's a dumb name. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Like I said, we got, you know, best, worst match. This is all stuff that is really tough to call because we didn't we didn't play as, pay as close attention to this this stuff when it was going on. But best new guy. Is there a guy who, like, showed up here first? Um, Styles, but he didn't technically show up here first. Right. Saban... Like, Shelly. I mean, I don't know if you're going to say that they showed up here first, but they're like guys that you think of TNA guys from the beginning. Those are guys that you think. I think you think AJ Styles when you think TNA. Yeah, like first, like, yeah, grand exposure or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Mon- Monty Brown. I fucking, I don't know why, but I always liked Monty Brown. Pounds. Yeah, who else? There's a kid. I want to say his name was Jarrell Clark. I think that was his name. He did like a 630 splash that was fucking insane. Uh, Amazing Red. Amazing Red was also, also he was a newer guy, very cool. Shark Boy. Shark Boy, I don't think this was his, like, obviously, Shark Boy's first promotion wasn't TNA, but his first, like, bigger promotion, I believe, was TNA. Uh, Shark Boy was always pretty fun. So I think a lot of guys are able to be in this, in this category, for sure. I think that pretty much covers it. It's a nice, short, and sweet episode. Yeah, short and sweet. I got the card. We can't. You got fuck the card it. for card for that first event. We can't fucking leave without getting the card, right? All right, man. Why don't you? Why don't you give it to me? Hold on, give me one second. Wikipedia is asking me for money again. I'm looking forward to seeing who's who's gonna, you know, what kind of guest spots we're gonna have this year. It's going to be intriguing to see. I mean, sure. if there's if there's one saving grace of the final year W year and change WCW was the, uh, you know, he had Task drop in Oklahoma, EK of course, Tigris, Rusi, Rusi, no, a few I, of the same characters. I don't know who's who's. Uh, it's hard to say if anybody's going to show up. Uh, so, Victory Road, which will be our our first show. Into this TNA run, uh, and that opens with a 20-man X-Division gauntlet for the X-Division Cup. That should be pretty fun. That's like that Royal Rumble-style match. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got, well, this is a this is an interesting fucking pairing. Uh, Ron Killings. Killings? Killings. Ron Killings. Well, got Ron Killings. Uh, Ron Killings. Eric Watts. <laughs> Eric Watts forgot about him johnny b bad awesome and pat kenny so obviously johnny b bad's the captain of the team where's bj at i don't know he's not he's not in this one uh and he's they're gonna go up against the naturals kid cash and a man they call dallas dallas then we're gonna slide right into piratita morgan and mascarita sagrada Battalion. Battalion. Three Alive Crew is going to take on Team Canada. That's BJ, right? Yep. BJ and Conan. Conan's on. We're going to have Jacqueline and somebody called, oh, Trinity. Yeah, Stephanie Trinity. All right. We're going to have a Monsters Ball match with Raven, Abyss, and Monty Brown. Bounce. So, Monsters Ball, what's that? So, th- that was a kind of a weird gimmick match where they, like, essentially put him in, what is that called? Like, solitary confinement. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for, like, 24 hours or 48 hours before the match to try and make him go crazy. 
Oh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, I thought so too. I think that was like Abyss's version of the coffin match. Oh. Then we got uh, X Division Championship, AJ Styles and Petey Williams. That'll be good. Elimination last team standing match between Triple triple X and America's Most Wanted. That should be pretty damn good. And then a ladder match between Jafardi and Double J. That sounds like a pretty fun fucking card to watch, man. Sounds like it. Yeah. Be a nice uh, departure from what we've been... Well, we've been watching lately. I'm pretty excited. Yeah. Wasn't my first choice, but, I mean, I'll take it. Like I was saying on on our last episode, give me anything. (laughs) 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 Give me the UWF, the AWA. AWA. Give me fucking Mid-South. Give me Deep South. (laughs) Oh, yeah? Give me Eastern Championship. I don't care. Um, How about about this, man? How about what? Let's make, like... You got any grand predictions? Grand predictions? For this year? I guess I wasn't prepared to make a grand prediction. Uh, I will, though. And I think that grand prediction is going to be, you are going to fall out of love with BG James. Because you love him, right? You love him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I love him, too. But I don't think that this season is going to do anything for our love. Uh, I also think that uh, your love for Jerry Lynn may may become rekindled. Or is that my love? It's one of ours. Yeah, I love him too. And I think that there's going to be, uh, I think you're not going to care for what you see from L.A. Park. I remember not liking L.A. Park during this time. Uh, There'll be a couple other things. I think you'll get fed up with Team Canada. I'm just trying to think, are any of those grand predictions? It's grand enough for you? Yeah, sure. Jeff Hardy. Fuck Jeff Hardy. How about that for a grand prediction? Fuck Jeff Hardy? Fuck Jeff Hardy. That's a kind of a strange prediction, but. <laughs> Why, what's your grand prediction? Well, I know at this first show, there's like a, they're voting on who the powers that be are going to be. So we're going to have another one of those things going on where we got the, uh, you know, the Booker man. I think it's between Rusey and uh, Dusty. Oh, yeah. Because then they, they ran like commercials for that shit, didn't they? Yeah. It's called the, what is it? DOA. I forgot what the Disciples not, of Apocalypse. It's not those guys, but it, oh. that's what the acronym was. The Dictator of Authority. I bet authority's in the title. Probably. Dis- deci- uh, what would it be? A D then? Director of Authority. That's got to be it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm. Yeah, I'm guessing we're going to see some uh, see a little Rusey dusty action at some point. I'm going to predict that. Uh, you know, this one will be better than last season, which isn't really much of a... Yeah, way to go out on a limb. What a grand prediction. Not really much of a grand prediction. Golly. I mean, I am looking forward to some of these special matches. That'll be good. Like, not really a prediction. That's not a but, prediction either, man. Well, you know, your gauntlet and your lockdown and such. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what's your giant prediction? I'm nuts. My giant prediction. Yeah, your grand prediction, as you uh, you put it. My grand prediction. Yeah, I asked you for a grand prediction, not a moment of silence. <laughs> I don't think I got a grand prediction, man. Oh, you fucking wouldn't. I'm just going going along for the ride here. I'm going to predict that Jeff Jarrett's going to be very underwhelming. Horrible prediction. How about this? By the end of this, by the end of this. You're going to have a new appreciation for Double J Jeff Jarrett. Well, is, that, is that your prediction? Yeah, that's my new prediction. I'm going to predict that your love is going to wane for Double J. I'm going to predict that my balls are going to slap you in the face. <laughs> is uh, Raven, does he have a flock here? Not that I recall. No, I guess uh, just Raven. No. So he's coming out of that weird time where he went. You remember he was like the hardcore champion. He was doing that stuff for WWE. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is his landing spot after he left WWE. I'm going to predict that Raven's going to have a good run here. Okay, I'm good with that. I always like Raven. It's a good character. Yeah, I think he does like poetry or something, though. For some reason, I remember Raven rhyming. Yeah, he does some rhymes. Yeah, I don't like that. No. All right, man. Well, we got a fresh start here. Looking forward to digging in and, and getting some of that action. Yeah, get some of that action. 
Some of that ass. Some of that ass. TNA, man, right? Tits and ass. Get some of that ass. Those piratitas in my face. Some of that ass on my We look forward to this next season. We hope you enjoy it. Hell yeah, man. Slide one in there. We'll slide, slide one, in. one in. We'll, there. we'll slide one in for you. It's going to be fun. Woo! <laughs> Any closing thoughts? <laughs> I was going to say, I'll take your, big, your new big sign-off. All of a sudden, you're Ric Flair. What the fuck? Pounce! <laughs> oh, yeah, you, that's you. Do you do a pounce? Can you do a pounce? Do it again. Pounce. Pounce. <laughs> That wasn't bad. That's not bad. Oh, I think we might have finally found one for you. <laughs> that might be too much, man. You got to figure that. Dial back to the lid. No, you're fucking to hell. Yeah, get some throat in there, you slut. <laughs> oh, oh, there it is.